even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working, even when I don't feel it. And even when I can't see it, Lord, you never stop working. Lord, you never stop. Even when I don't feel it, Jesus. And even when my carnal eyes can't see, Lord, you're always working. Lord, you never stop. 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 Even when I don't feel it. Even when I can't see it. Lord, you never stop. Lord, you never stop. You're my way maker. You're a miracle worker. You are your watching God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are, you are a way maker.
just who he is. That's the type of God that we serve. Thank you, Jesus. And because of who he is, he all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Can y'all praise him with me this morning? Can we lift up a high praise of hallelujah to the Lord because he's worthy? Can we lift up our hands and say hallelujah because he's the true living king? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you're worthy, Lord. So we're going to lift our hands and praise him. We're going to lift our hearts and worship him. Hallelujah, because you are worthy, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're worthy, God. And we can clap our hands on this. Y'all can clap with me. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Lord. All the glory belongs to you. All the praise belongs to you. We're going to lift our hands and reverence the name of Jesus because he's good. He's better than good. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. I said he's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. You are worthy, God.
Come on and praise him. Come on, is he worthy? Come on and lift him up then. Come on, let's take 30 seconds and give him a little praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Clap your hands and somebody say praise the Lord. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you because you're good. We praise you because you're great. Not just for what you've done, but because of who you are. Because you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the ending. The author and the finisher of our faith. Lord God, and you're worthy. Lord God, we magnify you. Lord God, we exalt you. Lord God, we bless you this morning because you're God. We are your people and the sheep of your pasture. Now, Lord God, rest upon this service. Lord God, have your way. Let the Holy Ghost have free sway in this place. Bring glory and honor to your name. Lord God, send the anointing upon every soul. Meet every need. Heal every sickness among us. Rest upon thy man, sir, as he bring forth the word of God. Lord God, bless us in this place and make of us a blessing. Lord God, you know what we have need of. Lord God, go up and down the highways, the streets and the byways of Washington, D.C. and Virginia. Lord God, bring out souls, oh God. Lord God, draw men, Lord God, and women from every corner of this nation. Lord God, and bless us, Lord God, that we would glorify your name. Now come on and give God another praise. Come on, somebody say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We'll read in your hearing. Amen. Glory to God. From Revelations, the 19th chapter. We'll seem just a little wordy. Amen. But God is yet God. Come on, somebody said, <laughs> read until you're just full and then just cut loose. <laughs> Glory to God. Revelations. Chapter number 19, beginning at verse number 1. Here beginneth the reading of God's word. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory, honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he hath judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia! And her smoke rose up forever and ever, and the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And uh, a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, 
all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of, a, of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord our God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And saith unto me, These are true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet and worshipped him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the, that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Sanctify this in our heart to the hearers that we might live thereby in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord another praise. Come on, praise him. Come on, don't unplug. Give him some praise in Jesus' name. just says we want you to be glorified in our lives. We want you to get the glory out of all that we do, God. Move this. Floor. 
take the honor and I'll just say thank you. You get the glory, Lord. You get all of the praise. You take the honor, Jesus. And my heart will say thank you. You get the glory, Lord. You get all of the praise. You take the honor, Jesus. I just gotta say thank you. You get the glory, Lord. You get all of
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. It's time, though, man, to give God the glory. Hallelujah. It's time for him to be glorified. Amen. We thank God for the praises that went up. Amen. The worship that went forth. Amen. And we're not going to stop right here, but we're going to continue on. Hallelujah. The Bible says, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. How many of y'all are thankful? Hallelujah. How many of y'all are grateful? Hallelujah. For what the Lord has done. Amen. He has been so good to us, saints. And we want to, amen, show our gratitude at this time, amen, as we move further into worship, the part that's called giving. Hallelujah. And at this time, we want you to, amen, to go in your places of resources, and we want to take this time, amen, to present our gifts unto the Lord. It's a form of worship. It's a form of telling God, I thank you for all your blessings you've bestowed upon us. Now, if you're looking at us through live stream, amen, on your screen, you will see how you're able to give, amen. Amen. At this time, we ask that everyone would stand to their feet, amen. Hallelujah. 
as we prepare, amen, the deacons are here ready to receive the offering, amen, and I believe they have, amen, did, no, okay, amen, so we're going to ask that everyone, amen, after we pray, we want you to turn to the outer aisle as we come forth in our giving, Lord Jesus Christ, we say thank you once again. We thank you because you have been so kind and you're so good and you've always supplied all our needs, God. And whether it's a miracle, whether it's food on our table, shelter over our head, you were right there, God, when we needed you the most. And God, we just want to say thank you in our giving. And God, we want to be obedient to your word as we want to give a portion back to you which you have given unto us, that you will continue to bless us, oh God, according to your word, according to your promise, good measure, precious down, shaking together, shall men give into our bosom, because your word said so, and we, God, we want to say thank you, God, because you have blessed this ministry here, and we ask you to continue to bless this ministry, that souls will come in and be saved, be healed, and delivered, it is in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Deacon Andre Keenan, and I am so glad to be a part of this ministry here. And most importantly, I am glad to be here to serve the great members of GRTDC. We are now in our segment of giving in our service. Options are listed on the screen. As always, we thank you because your contributions are keeping this ministry alive and the Word of God is going forward. And it is our prayer, prayer that the, the way of announcement, if you own a black Chevy and Sonic you, and it's parked out front, day. your car is still running. We want you to be able to drive home, amen, after the service. Your car is still running. If you own a black Chevy Sonic, it's out front.
Praise the Lord. Put your hands together. Won't you give the Lord, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Certainly the Lord has been good to us. He has brought us once again into this place of worship. And I don't know how you feel, but I'm glad about it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Somebody shout out a hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. In the midst of all that's going on, the Lord is yet good to his children and it is because of him that we are here today. And I'm glad about it, not just to be in the building, but to still be in the land of the living. Yes, and it was Hezekiah that said, and the living shall praise thee. Hallelujah. Death cannot praise you. The grave cannot celebrate his name. Uh, but let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Lift those hands and shout out another praise, won't you? Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your holy name and we're so grateful for you bringing us here yet another time. Time of worship and praise. Time to witness your glory. You, you enabled us to be here and we thank you for bringing us through this week. Allowing us, oh God, to see another day, a brand new day, brand new mercy. And we ask now that you would bless us through your word. Send it with power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit. We ask in Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The book of Philippians. I want to develop this thought. Philippians chapter 3. And I'll read in your hearing verses 13 and 14. As a matter of fact, let's, let's read together these two verses. You have it. You have it. Say amen. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Let's read. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctified in our hearts that we may grow thereby. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I want to use briefly as a subject today, don't get stuck in yesterday. Don't get stuck in yesterday. You may be seated. Don't get stuck in yesterday. As we continue our walk with God, it becomes increasingly imperative 
that we do just as I first stated, continue our walk with God. It should be a forward motion with intention, a forward motion with intention to reach our goal. It, it should be a daily, persistent walk of faith. We need to remember that, and many of us, if not all of that, all of us rather have heard that many times. Hearing it and applying it are two different things. It is more easier talked about than actually applied because life in real life is not in black and white, it's in color. Things become difficult yet, even in the midst of our challenges and trials, even in the midst of all of our temptations, we are instructed to continue, be persistent. And in the midst of all of the things that I just mentioned, Paul would teach us if he was here that we should count it all joy. He says it like this, for knowing this, James would chime in and say, the trying of my faith works patience. So, it is needful for me to remind the people of God that part of your work, part of your walk, part of your experience with God, all of that encompasses ups and downs, encompasses tears as well, and tears of joy as well as tears of sorrow. There's a mixture, mixture of things that would encompass your journey with the Lord. This walk, this, this experience that we're having with God, this process that the Bible calls working out my own soul salvation with fear and trembling, this privilege, I dare say it's a privilege because he didn't have to save me. This privilege, I would say, is nothing less than a miracle. My salvation itself is a miracle. Your salvation is a miracle. Look down your row and say, my salvation is a miracle. Yeah. When I think about where I came from, when I think about my condition, when I think about my mentality, when I think about where I was on my way to, I was not just in sin, but somebody said I was lost in sin. I, I had the nerve to think that I was all right. I had nerve enough to think that anything I was big enough to do, it was all right. When I think about where I came from and compare it to now, just, just lay your hands on yourself and say, but now, it's a miracle. Think about the things he loosed you from. Hallelujah. The demons he disconnected you from. The powers that had embraced you. The things that had wrapped their arms around you and he set you free. And when you look at yourself now, you have to say it's, it's miraculous. Not only that, when you compare where you were on your way to, to where you're on your way to now. Praise 
ought to emanate out of your soul. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. But there is an enemy to this process, this praise that we've even been giving concerning our salvation. There is an enemy. And I know we like to focus on Satan, but the devil is not to be the blame for everything. Sometimes we have to come to the place where we ourselves are our own enemy, our own thoughts, our own past. Hallelujah. And I think this is one thing Paul alludes to in his writings. Hallelujah. He came to the understanding that there were some days when I have the wrong thoughts, and they may not be the thoughts that you are, hallelujah, thinking, but sometimes just thinking about what I did, thinking about where I was, just thinking about that. And the enemy has the audacity at times to remind me of the old me, hallelujah, to bring it to my attention. And this is where he has to remind himself of the miracle of his salvation, I was there, but I'm not there anymore. And I think Paul's teachings, whether he is saying it outright or indirectly, he is teaching the people of God how to get past their past, how to continue to push forward even in the midst of all of those reminders of who you used to be and what you used to do would teach particularly to the Philippian congregation that they should not allow their past to define them. Hallelujah. Don't look in the mirror and define yourself based upon your past. And he's teaching me every day, Paul is, that I'm not just talking about the bad things that happened. I'm talking about even the good things that have happened in your life that doesn't define you. Don't, don't, don't allow the good things to give you the big head. Hallelujah. Just because you have this, that, and the other, it does not define you. Had God, God had not given you the strength to accomplish that, you would not have it at all. So he's teaching me that above all, hallelujah, God is everything to me. And there were those who struggled with that. There were those who struggled with Paul's teaching and he being transparent enough to let them know that it didn't matter what he accomplished in life. If God was not in the forefront of his life, hallelujah, he's still most miserable. And he says it like this, if all that I have to look forward to is what I have here, then I am still in my misery. Hallelujah. So he is compelling us to continue in God. He is compelling us to have more of God. He is compelling us, hallelujah, to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow some more. Remember these words, grow in, hallelujah, in the knowledge and in the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We who are spirit-filled. Hallelujah, should uh, compel 
every one of us, hallelujah, encourage each other to continue to complete this mission that God has placed in our life. Hallelujah. Don't get bogged down with who you used to be. Don't get bogged down with the occurrences of yesterday. Continue your walk. Hallelujah. Continue. And I hear the Holy Ghost continuously saying it in my spirit. Tell them to continue. Hallelujah. Don't let go of anything and keep moving forward. Say it with me. I've got to keep moving forward. Hallelujah. He was dealing with a congregation that had mixed emotions. There were those who were trying to make the journey. They were pushing forward, but everywhere they looked, everywhere they went, there was opposition. There, there were those who were upset because every time they met them, every time they saw them, it would seem as though their praise was a little stronger and their talk was a little stronger. And they bore issue with this because to their minds, it did not take all of that. How can you be so excited about a God you can't see with your natural eye? How can you be so excited about a God that even allows you to go through the things you've been going through? Paul wanted them to know that when the devil has you thinking that way, he wants to stir up anxiety in your life. And if you give in to it, your anxiety will replace your faith. Every time you open your mouth, you start talking out of doubt and out of your fear. And what he's letting them know is the enemy will start getting you to focus on the things around you instead of focusing on what God has put in you. Remember what he would say before, greater is he that is within you that is within the world. So he said, you just have to keep moving forward. Reminds me of what John said, hallelujah, because it would seem when you follow the scriptures that every pastor had the same challenge in compelling the people of God to continue no matter what. John said it like this, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Because there were those in John's pastoral experience who were challenging their walk and saying there's no way after all you've done, God would bless your life. So John had to remind them that you're not walking in darkness anymore because you're walking in the light that God. God has provided through his son Jesus Christ and he has washed you in his blood. He has cleansed you from your sin. Paul, hallelujah, if they were doing a tag team, he would say now, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
Hallelujah. Paul had to address the anxiety, the stress that comes with those things in our lives that challenge our faith. Don't let anyone just because we're singing and shouting it doesn't mean that everything comes easy to us we all have our struggles there there are always temptations and issues the enemy is trying to use to persuade us to look the other way so Paul hits it right on the head and says finally brethren whatsoever things are true and whatsoever things are honest or just or pure or lovely or of good report if there's any virtue. In other words, if you've learned anything about Christ, if he has developed anything in you, then you ought to have a praise abiding on the inside. And if there is a praise, then think on those things that have been stirring up praise in your life. Hallelujah. Put it in practice. Paul would say, so when sickness comes, think about how he's healed you in the past. So when trouble comes, think about how he's made ways for you in the past. So when doors have been shut in your face, think about how he's opened doors for you in your past. On these things. In other words, don't let the enemy mess with your head. Don't, don't let the devil get in your thoughts. Hallelujah. Don't let the enemy mess with your perception of who God continues to be in your life. You know too much already about him. You, you know too much about who he is and what he can do. And it's not because of what you've read. It's not because of what you heard. It's because of your own personal experience you've had with God. That's why Paul said, I had to learn some things myself. I've learned in whatsoever state that I'm in to be content. I learned how to be abased. And I learned how to be exalted. I learned what it feels like to be hungry and I, I know what it's like to be full. I learned it was a process. Lift your hands and say it's a process. Yes, this walk is a process. An everyday dealing and receiving and giving up and letting go every day. Say it with me every day. Yes, and I, I know some of you want people to think that you've been sanctified all your life. There are some among us that act like they're John the Baptist. You was born with the Holy Ghost. But my name ain't John. I was born in sin and uh, shaped in iniquity. I had to give up my mess. I had to say yes to his will and yes to his way. And thank God. He 
me of my sins and washed me in his blood. Hallelujah. Gave me a new song and here I am. I'm not perfect, but I'm striving for perfection. And I had to learn from the first day of my salvation till now that I've got to live it every day. I've got to praise him every day. There's some things I've got to give up every day because I'm still in my flesh. Yes, I am. I haven't received a glorified body yet. I still struggle with my flesh. That's why Paul said there's a war going on. Don't be so saved until you can admit that I need God every day. Don't be so sanctified until you can admit that I've got to lean on God every day, every day, every day. Hallelujah. I know you got your church clothes on. Hallelujah. But when you think about it, when he found you, you weren't in your church clothes. Didn't have a mind to praise him. But here you are now doing your best to hold on doing your best to please God and it's an everyday thing scream down your row and say it's an everyday thing I've got to confess I'm not I'm not gonna come in here and make you feel like I, I always feel like singing the songs of Zion there there were days when hallelujah I'm going through and and the struggle is great and I I had to learn how to let go and let God have his way. I had to learn even how to rebuke myself. Hallelujah. And tell myself that the blood of Jesus still works. Some of y'all, instead of pleading the blood on other folks, you need to look in the mirror and plead the blood on yourself. Don't check me if you haven't checked yourself. Lay your hands on yourself and say it's not my mother, it's not my father, but it's me, Lord. So he is a, a transparent pastor. He, he is revealing himself while he is trying to instruct them in the ways of holiness. He wanted them to know that I was chief of sinners. Yes, I was. And the Lord saved me and here I am. Even in my leadership role, even though I am an apostle, even though, hallelujah, I'm walking this way, I want to tell you the truth about this walk. If you don't let God help you, you'll never make it. If you don't give in to the Holy Ghost, if you don't let God live through you, if you don't let God be 
deal with you. Hallelujah. You'll sit in church and go right to hell. But every day you've got to say, not my will, but your will be done. Yes, with your tongue-talking self. When you come out of your trance, you got to say in English, Lord, I can't do this without your, I need your help to live right. I need your help to talk right. I need your help. Lift your hands and say, I need his help every day, every day, every day. I don't want to be a Sunday saint. I want to be right in this Holy Ghost he gave me and you as an everyday Holy Ghost. I need you to scream down the road and say it's an everyday Holy Ghost. And I'm so glad the Holy Ghost don't go on vacation. I'm so glad the Holy Ghost won't go on a sabbatical. He said, Lo, I'm with you always. I have this comforter, this paraclete this strength, this joy. Hallelujah. So Paul writes to them from prison and I want to deal with these believers. I don't want you to feel as though just because you're going through that God has disconnected himself from you. Hallelujah. But it's because you're going through. I don't want you to allow your troubles uh, to disconnect you from him uh, where you'll pull away don't pull away get closer uh, where you shut down don't shut down open your mouth more uh, hallelujah when you feel yourself slipping uh, say lord help me uh, when you feel yourself turning the wrong way say lord help me you said you would lead me in God me into all truth. So he wanted to assure the congregation of triumph in God. Let me explain something else that was happening because there were those that were judging salvation and the goodness of God based upon the troubles they saw Paul going through. And let me tell you, it wasn't looking good round about now. He was in jail. You know how folks do well if he was so holy, why is he sitting in jail? You know how people do well if she has so much faith. Why her children doing this, that, and the other if he was all that? Look at somebody and say, mind your business. Hallelujah. Don't you understand? When people talk like that, they don't understand the process. They don't understand the making and the molding. They don't understand that faith is always challenged. That faith is always strengthened. And God will use the negative things to bring about positive results in my life. I submit unto you that it's normal for carnal people to judge you according to the circumstances that arise in your life. It's only because they see 
hurts to see the spirituality of the situation. They don't know that you praise him the way you praise him because of what God has revealed through every problem he's brought you through. Hallelujah. They don't realize that you're closer to God now than you were. Hallelujah. When you first got the Holy Ghost, they forget that every knock was a boost. Every tear planted seeds of faith and you praise him the way you praise him because because somebody say I'm the way I am now because and you don't need to know everything underneath because but had it not been for what he brought me out of for what he showed me about himself I wouldn't be dancing the way that I'm dancing I don't even need an organ I don't even need a drum I don't need a praise team to do what I do all I've got to do is think about where he brought me from and the praise comes out of my mouth hallelujah come on show somebody your praise show him what the bruising did show him what the lies did it made me get closer that I may know him in the fellowship of his suffering and in the power of his resurrection I feel like preaching in this place so he said don't judge me because I'm in jail baby I've been on through worse than this people don't know hallelujah the worst is over you judging me by what you see now but you don't have a clue about what I've already been through I've been through worse than this look at somebody and scream and tell them I've been through worse than this hallelujah he said I, I want you to understand brethren that the things that have happened to me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel I don't expect you to understand everything because it wasn't your problem it wasn't your trial the only way you can understand it is to have your own pain to have your own situation that's the only way you can understand why I shout the way I shout because if God brought you out of anything that looked like what I've been through you wouldn't spend all that time watching me praise God you be praising him yourself I think that's why some of you are so quiet through enough I think that's why sometimes people gotta beg you to praise God cause you ain't been through enough but is there anybody 
somebody here that's been through something it almost killed you it almost put you out forever and God brought you out hallelujah touch somebody if you can and say that's where I'm praising him from I don't just praise him for but I praise him from my memory of what he did and who he is in my life so he finds himself counseling them concerning some concerns that they were having one was anxiety and he tells them like I said before don't let the enemy mess with your head and he he is concerned though that while they're walking the walk and while they're continuing in the apostolic way that they don't allow the enemy to come in the midst of them and mess with your joy mess with your praise and bring discouragement in such a way until you begin to let go of the faith so he talks to them concerning unity don't let anything split between you he deals with them concerning humility it's not because of you but it's the will of God being manifested in your life he deals with them concerning fellowship the fellowship you have you've been called into you've been called into a family and you've been called into fellowship with Jesus Christ and with one another thank you Lord and we've been called into peace a peace that passes all understanding hallelujah and somewhere in the middle of the letter and I'm paraphrasing he says oh yeah I want you to understand that everything that you go through and everything that you experience whether it's by yourself or among the brethren you want to do it all in joy joy in living for Christ you're not living for the pastor you're not living for the missionary president you're not living for anyone else except Christ Christ should be your life and if Christ is your life then you're moving and talking and living to please God raise your hands and say I'm living to please God 
Hallelujah. But in all your living and in all of your praising and in all of your developing, I want you to be cognizant of the fact that the enemy wants you to let go of what you have today and go back to how you were on yesterday. Lord, I feel this. Help me preach it like I feel it. He wanted them to continue to grow even in the midst of difficulty. Hallelujah. I know we got mask on, but I need you to scream down your row and say, neighbor, even in difficulty, you gotta keep on growing. You gotta grow through it. Hallelujah. You gotta live through it. You gotta praise through it. You gotta worship through it. Say yeah. That's what Paul said for this cause. We faint not. But even if my outward man perish, my inward man is renewed day by day. So be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And don't be conformed to this world. But every day, every day, every day, I beseech your brethren to present yourself as a living sacrifice. You got to sacrifice every day. You got to say, Lord, I'm here every day. You got to trust him every day. And Paul wanted them to know you got to trust Jesus every day. Not in your flesh. Not in people. But you got to trust in your Savior. Thank you, Lord. Not in your accomplishments. He said, if anybody should have the big head, it ought to be me. I was not a proselyte. I'm a native Israelite. I'm of the stock of Israel. Of the tribe of Benjamin. I sat at the feet of Camille. I've been to the best schools. I was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. A member of the Sanhedrin. I had good credit. I had high status. I was a man's man. But when I met Jesus, I found out that I'm nothing without him. Without him, I would be nothing. Without him, I would fail. Without him, I would be drifting like a ship. 
without a sail. So he said, I count it all done. Christ is all. Lift your hands and say, Jesus is everything. He said, I was ambitious. I thought I had all knowledge. But when I ran into Jesus, he taught me things I did not know. Hallelujah. I was a mess. And I didn't know how dirty I was. I was lost. And I didn't know how lost I was. I was mixed up. And I didn't know how mixed up I was. But he saved me. Not of righteousness that I have done. I was sinking deep in sin. From the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within. I was seeking to rise no more, but the master of the sea, he had, he had my despairing cry. And from the waters he lifted me. Now say am I? And if anybody asks you, hey, what's the matter with me? Tell them I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. Fire baptized. I'm running, I'm running. I, I want to see Jesus. I'm running, I'm running. I want to see him face to face. I'm running, I'm running. So I don't care anymore about yesterday. I'm saved right now. I don't care anymore about yesterday. I'm speaking in tongues now. Lift your hands and say today I'm saved. Still in my right mind. Say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I came to tell the church, stay saved. Thank you, Lord. If Paul was here right now, he would say, I don't want you to lose your forward momentum. Get entangled up in your yesterday, in your prior mistakes, or in your prior accomplishments. Hallelujah. They gotta move beyond your thoughts. They gotta move beyond what you did. 
and see Jesus had it not been for Jesus I gotta see Jesus had it not been for his grace had it not been for his mercy had it not been for his patience had it not been for his love had it not been for his blood had it not been for his strength had it not been for his goodness had it not been for his anointing had it not been for his glory had it not been for his power had it not been for his grace had it not been for the blood had it not been for the mercy had it not been had it not been had it not been had it not been yeah Had it not been, had it not been, I feel the Holy Ghost in this room. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Keep on keeping on. Keep on living holy. Keep on singing your song. And for God's sake, stay out of yesterday. For God's sake, let go of it and say, What's next, Lord? I want more. I want more. I want more. Every day should be a new experience. I heard the prophet say, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Look to your right and to your left. Make sure you got enough room. And I want you to tell yourself, I'm going to let go of yesterday. And I'm going to step into my new thing. My new praise. My new joy. Step in it too. He said, now it shall spring forth. Now, today, it shall spring forth. And I will make a way in your wilderness. Lift your hands and preach to yourself and tell yourself I'm coming out of this today. It happened yesterday, but today is a new day, new mercy, new praise, new joy. Say, and I won't get stuck in yesterday. I'm only here because he brought me out. I'm only here because he made a way. Say, oh, I wish I could touch my neighbor right now. 
but look in somebody's direction and scream at them and say don't you get stuck in yesterday it's over it's over praise him right now if you're saved praise him if you still got your joy praise him if you're still in your right mind praise him this is the day the Lord has made we will rejoice We will rejoice. He says, don't misunderstand me. I count myself not to have apprehended. I haven't arrived yet. Just because I'm preaching to you, it doesn't mean that I'm exempt from the process. Oshamaye, he said, but let me help you. Let me give you some advice. I had to learn how to forget yesterday. And he's not just talking about the bad things, but he's talking about all the good stuff. He said, if I stay back there, I think that I can do it without God. And there's some things about yesterday, if I stay there, I won't talk to God no more. But I had to learn, I had to learn during this walk how to let it go. Because I, ha I can't have God today and hold on to yesterday at the same time. So he said, I'm forgetting those things that are behind and I'm reaching. He's, he's talking like someone who's running a race. I'm reaching to those things that are in front of me and I press. Lift your hands and say those two words, I press. Yeah. He's, he's talking like a runner. When I was in high school, I, I ran a little bit of track and the coach would tell you have to, you have to run. And when you get out of breath, that, that's telling you that you sort of reach your limit. But if you could press towards that, you'll discover that the more you run, the further you can go. You have to keep at it. You can't give up just because you're you start panting, you have to, that panting helps you see what your limitation is. And then when you come back to practice, you, you strive to go beyond that limitation. So Paul is saying, listen, you can't give up just because you had a bad day yesterday. And you can't get beside yourself just because you had a good day yesterday he said you gotta press toward the mark you gotta run till you finish the race 
because you have a calling of God in Christ Jesus. So don't get stuck in yesterday. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Father, I've given them your word. Hey, and I pray that you take the seed that has been planted. Bring forth harvest in their lives. So many are going through. Help us to get unstuck. Help us to get in the press. See that we're all running for a prize. It's not how fast we run. But we must continue the race. Give us the strength and stamina. Help us to see what we need to see. Give us the courage to do what we need to do. So we can see you. We thank you, Father. We praise your holy name. Touch everyone here under the sound of my voice. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Now put those hands together. Give Jesus. Oh, you can do better than that. Come on, give him. Give him praise. Before we close out, I want to minister to those of you who have connected with us this morning. Live stream. Some of you are sitting in your cars, perhaps your living room. Maybe you're at work, but you took time to connect with worship. The word has ministered to you. I want you to put your name in the comment section if you desire prayer. I don't want you to get stuck in yesterday. God wants to do something new in your life. Bring you to another strength. Higher praise. Stronger relationship. You desire prayer. If you know someone that you'd like us to pray for, put their name in the comment section. We'll wait so we can develop an electronic prayer line. We want to pray for you. Even tag them and let them know that the people of God here at Washington, D.C. are praying for them. Sister Terry Cox, Jerry Carson, Thelma Richardson, Minister Coxum, Missionary Coxum. Hey, hey. Glory. Gail Matthews, we're praying for you. Gary Richardson. We're praying for you. Rosetta Hunter. Sister Nisha. We're praying for you. Sister Merlin Addison. We're praying. Madeline, I'm sorry. We're praying for you. Robert Gaines. Paulette Wynn. Yes. Sister Jacqueline Walker and family. And the names are coming in. Hashama. Very Bolden and the Bolden family. Christine and Rebecca Wilcox. Mother Edith Faison, we're praying for you. The Ulmer family. We're getting ready to pray. Let's bow our heads, Father, in the name of Jesus. Names are still coming in on this prayer line. 
We're touching and agreeing with them that miracles will break out in their lives. Healing and deliverance will take place within their family. You know what they're praying for. We call their names out to you. Mother Yvette Jones, we call her name out to you. Officer Felder, we call his name out to you. Father, you doeth all things well. <laughs> and we ask God that you would move mountains, tear down strongholds. Help us, Father. We can't do anything without you. You know every need, every desire. I pray, Father, that you do what Save the unsaved. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, right where you are, put your hands together. Give the Lord some praise. Oh, come on, praise him. Praise him right in your house. Praise him. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Come on, we'll praise him with you. We're giving God glory with you. Come on and give him glory. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Until we see you prayerfully, we'll see you again next week. Hallelujah. Be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom, shalom. Those of you who are in the temple today. Praise the Lord. It's Pastor Fields here. And I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience. And we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization at Great Reformation, the Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ, was founded in 1919. Uh, Bishop R.C. Lawson and this beautiful edifice that we're standing in was built ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner I have the honor now of being the pastor we have been growing the Lord has been blessing us tremendously souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work yes even in the midst of these trying times we are determined to continue the work I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.